Hello and welcome to the Bloodstream Podcast, a show serving the greater bleeding disorders community, brought to you by Believe Limited and Bloodstream Media and made possible by our presenting sponsor, Takeda. I'm your patient advocate and host, Patrick James Lynch. Hey, and I am your healthcare advocate, nonprofit nerd, and your other host, Amy Board, reminding you to please speak with a healthcare professional before making any treatment decisions. So I'm, I did this new rhythm, Amy, for today's show for some reason because uh, this is a little mini episode. It's a little baby episode. Apparently, this is how I handle them. I do a staccato <laughs> thing with my voice during the introduction. But we wanted to take a, just a moment, a breath, a pause. Um, we are now days away, less than a week away from Hemophilia Federation of America's symposium. This is the first live meeting for patients in the bleeding disorders community in years. So excited. We are thrilled to be there. I can't wait to see people feel that the energy of those mm -hmm. rooms, sit in other rooms that can sometimes be a little bit more boring, but have really important information in them and then go outside in the hallway and be like, that was a little bit boring, but so important. I can't I wait to do all of that. Emotional. I would imagine. I would imagine. And so much has changed. I know. It, it, not just in the world, but in our little community in just I the know. last couple of years. I know. So all, we're, all we really want to do today um, is kind of give you a preview of what we will be responsible for during the symposium, give you some ideas of things you might want to check out or attend, things you can expect to hear about on next week's episode, which will be live from HFA, and we'll include some audio that we're going to record with keynote speakers and other people who are at the meeting when we first get there Wednesday and Thursday. And that's kind of it. And then there's one kind of sort of personal thing, Amy, that I, I'm inclined to talk with you about yeah. here on, on today's episode. But let's chat now about some of the things we're doing at Symposium. So it takes place in Texas, in San Antonio, Texas, starting on the 20th, going through the 23rd. We have interviews with the two keynote speakers. If you stuck around till the end of the previous episode of Bloodstream, you heard me talk about Xander Masser. Xander is the son of a guy by the name of Randy Masser, who had severe hemophilia B, but through contaminated blood product, contracted HIV, and died from AIDS-related illness at the age of 52 in 2000, when Xander was only 14 years old. Fast forward 20 years, then 34, Xander uncovered 10,000 slides from Randy's career as a professional photographer. Incredible. And that prompted, right? Can you imagine, like, I know. you lose your dad as a teenager in this a horrific way. I know. Two decades go by. Uh, he was 14, and then 20 years went by. Uh, More time went by. And then he discovers all of these photos. So those photos have now become this big photography project. There is an exhibit that is happening during HFA on the 21st. Mm. On the 22nd, Xander is leading a workshop to help other people learn how they can process their grief and turn it into creativity. And all of that is preceded by, on the 20th, his keynote address. So when when uh, Amy and I have a chance to sit down with him during HFA, we're going to hear more about his story, his uncovering of these photographs, how this turned into the project it's become. But I'm I'm super jazzed about that. So excited. Like, what a unique opportunity. Such a great opportunity. Uh, the other keynote speaker and another like good job HFA, like good topics, yeah. good speakers. Yeah, yeah. Adar Cohen, he is responsible for a keynote titled Building Community with Big Conversations, mm. which is, as it sounds, about the importance of having the big conversations, the complicated ones, the difficult ones. He is a PhD. I don't know what exactly his specialty is in, but I have a feeling it has something to do with mental health, communication, yeah. psychology. So great topic. 
very different than Xander's, but we're going to have an opportunity to sit down with each of those two keynote speakers to hear not just about their presentations, but more about their lives and their stories. So you get to look forward to that. Those will be big parts of our episode coming out next week on April 23rd. Yeah. Then, Amy Board, you and I, as you might recall, are responsible as the co-hosts of the Bloodstream Podcast for being the co-moderators of a session called Journey to Healthier Joints. And we're actually doing a live podcast recording. So if you're coming to the conference, you have to check it out because— We'll, we'll do a little show. It's going to be a thing. It'll be a nice thing. I bet all of you wonder what Patrick and I look like when we do these silly podcasts. <laughs> well, and, now you get to see it on stage. And now you get to see the magic in real time. <laughs> so on the 21st, uh, if you're atten- if you're going to be there live, it starts at 2.45 uh, Central, local, San Antonio, Texas time. <laughs> 2.45 San Antonio time on the 21st, the journey to healthier joints. There was this challenge, and I have to be honest, I don't know much about it. We're going to learn during this panel. But there was this challenge that took place during the fall of 2019 called the Joint Health Activity Challenge. And different teams came together to participate in this Joint Health Activity Challenge. One of those teams, I don't know if it was led by Kevin Finkel. Kevin, he's participated in other podcasts that Mm -hmm. some of these other participants have as well. But he's been my primary point of contact. He and these seven other blood brothers were a part of this particular team who will be joining us for this panel to talk about what they learned from this challenge, what was their relationship to physical activity, exercise, pain before and after, what has continued to play out in their lives, what have they let go of since the challenge, all that good stuff. And because it is only an hour that we yeah. have to be with them, we're also, of course, going to leave some time with for Q&A. That's a lot of people. There's only so much we can discuss. Amy and I are also sitting down with as many of those individuals as we can for at least a few minutes during HFA to get a little bit more from each person about their experience and their relationship to their joint health as yeah. a result of participating in this challenge. All of that will be packaged and come out on our first episode in May, which I believe is like May 14th, May 15th, whatever that Friday is, something May like that. May 13th. And that's my anniversary. I should have known that, but for no, whatever reason, okay, I was like, it's, it's not that day. So May 13th, on that day will be the episode that will feature the Journey to Healthier Joints panel and our conversations with the participants from that panel and of that challenge. And then programmatically, the other big event that we have responsibility for, but actually the least amount of responsibility for, because mostly the play button takes care of it, on Saturday at 9 a.m., again, San Antonio time, also known as Central Time, Bombardier Blood, the Seen film it. that chronicles Chris Bombardier's Seven it. Summits journey and climb a Mount Everest, <laughs> will be playing as a general audience session for everyone in attendance. If you've seen the film— I still hope you come and join us. Yes. Hang out with Chris and I I'm and be Amy. There. Hang out with Rob. Let's talk about the film. Let's do a Q&A. Let's hear what else you've been up to. But just come hang out with us to finish off HFA Symposium. Again, that's Saturday the 23rd, 9 a.m. San Antonio time. Will Chris Bombardier be there? He sure will. And mm. teaser, teaser, teaser. Oh, oh. Chris and I have a little something to announce oh. at the end of that screening. What? which we will eventually talk about here on Bloodstream, but we can't talk about until after that screening. So again, if you're going to be there, make sure you're there. Heck yeah. Amy, I agree with you. I think it's going to be emotional. I know I have in my calendar um, noted— Cry times? Yeah, cry. Well, (laughs) 
you know, the Blood Brothers sessions, uh, you know, the Remembrance sessions, yeah. the the stuff that I want to make sure that for all of the busyness and, you know, stuff that can happen during one of these kind of meetings that I, I carve out the time to go to the things that just on a very personal level help me feel yeah. secure and well. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. It's, it's I, I, I honestly do believe it's going to be emotional to, like, see these people in the hall and— we took it for granted maybe a little bit, Yeah, you know, pre-pandemic and just really excited to get back in there. So the uh, we have one little treat to leave you with, which is we have a, a new season of The Pain Pod, which is coming out in a matter of weeks. Season four, Mel Forrest has once again crushed it. Some really cool evolutions to the show for season four, which I'm going to hold off on talking about because in just a couple of minutes, you're going to hear the extended teaser of season four right here. That'll be how we finish off today's little mini episode with the extended teaser for season four of The Pain Pod, which is made possible by Tremo Pharmaceuticals. Visit ResetHA.com to learn more about Tremo Pharmaceuticals and their work. But before we do that, Amy, I did want to acknowledge that April 8th, so that was last Friday, the day that our last episode went live, was the 32nd anniversary of Ryan White's passing. Ryan White boy with hemophilia contracted HIV as a result of contaminated blood product and who then went on to become essentially the de facto poster child of HIV and AIDS because of his advocacy and social justice efforts, passed away 32 years ago on the 8th. And then on April 11th, uh, that marks the 15-year anniversary since my brother Adam passed away from a head bleed, which is the inspiration for me doing uh, everything that I do with Believe Limited. Now, audience, in full disclosure, we are actually recording this audio just ahead of actually both days. We're recording this on mm-hmm. April 7th, so I'm not going to pretend that it's uh, the future. It's not. It's April 7th. So, Amy, I'm anticipating a little yeah. bit tomorrow and the anniversary of Ryan White. I'm anticipating Monday and the anniversary of my brother's passing. And, and I should, I guess, mention for those, I should just mention, um, I'm very close with Jeannie White, Ryan's mother. I've worked closely with her on uh, various projects, including some pretty major film projects that we're still working on and developing many years later. Um, so I've just gotten very close to her and Ryan's story. Ryan died at 18. My brother died at 18, 17 years to the day of Ryan's funeral. What does all of this mean? I don't know, but it has an impact on my life. So I just felt inclined to mention it because I I guess the thing that I've been kind of thinking about and wanted to just put out there is how strange it is to think about continuing to honor and pay tribute and have such intense feelings around someone who's been gone for now, in Adam's case, 15 years. Um, Ryan's been gone 32. Ryan's in the position that I anticipate with my brother in just three years, where in three years, my brother will have been gone as long as he was here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, talk about Xander uncovering 10,000 photographs. Mm -hmm. I remember shortly after my brother dying, one of the things my mom said is, we're going to be looking at these same stupid photographs for the rest Mm -hmm. of our lives. Mm -hmm. And I was like, she's right. Mm. You know, the memories now are what they are, and there are no more, unless you uncover 10,000 slides from your professional photographer father. So... Yeah, 15 is an anniversary, and it's one that feels like, wow, how is that 15 years ago? What does that mean for me now? And I don't know, but it's just something that, again, not pretending like we're on the other side of something, we're not. 
that is just feeling kind of active and, mm-hmm. I, and I, I wanted to give some voice to here with you and for the benefit mm-hmm. of our listeners since I know that losing people prematurely to hemophilia-related reasons is not something uncommon for many people mm-hmm. listening to this podcast. Yeah. And I know that this time is always, um, it's always a season for you um, around here. I, I don't I don't think it ever will not be. And I think one of the reasons, at least for me in witnessing this with you um, as your friend <laughs> and as your work colleague is how more heightened some of these anniversaries are because of the impact that both of those young men had um, on something larger than themselves. And and their legacy is very strong and it's still alive. And, you know, I, I can't help but be so grateful um, at the two of them for, for their lives and for their um, spirits and how it continues to live on in your work and in the work that we do here at Believe and in Genie. And so it's, I, um, I don't think this time of year will ever be normal and that's okay. You know, it's, it's a special time and, um, you know, just... I'm glad that we're on the precipice of going to HFA to be surrounded by, yeah, me too. You know, people that uh, can uniquely relate to you in ways that even I can't, and I, I just think that's really important. So I am um, very grateful that you have these spirits guiding you. <laughs> Thank you, friend. Yeah. So, listeners, with that, uh, next week episode from HFA. If you're going to be there, come to one of our sessions. Come say hi. Drop us an email. Let us know if you want to try to get some recording time with us. That would be fun. Um, But right now, please enjoy this extended teaser from the Pain Pod Season 4 written and hosted by the incredible Mel Forrest. We will go out with this teaser, so the teaser will play and we'll be done for today. But Amy and I will be back next week with our next episode. I am your host, Patrick James Lynch. And I am your other host, Amy Board. And until next time, take self-care of yourself. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye, y'all. Enjoy the teaser. The Daily Routine. Wake up. Get dressed. Make coffee. Get kids to school. Go to work. Run errands. Socialize. Eat, sleep, wake up, get dressed, make coffee, get kids to school, go to work, run errands, socialize, eat, sleep, wake up, get dressed, make coffee, get kids to school, run errands, socialize, wake up, get dressed, make coffee, get kids to school, run errands, socialize, make coffee, get kids to school, run errands, socialize. But what happens when the daily routine suddenly stops? What effect does it have on our lives? Will we ever return to what we once knew? And how do we move forward? In the last two years, we've experienced so much change. Our daily routines, what we once knew and expected, are gone. Collectively, we've grieved, shifted, came together, grew apart, loved, and lost. A sea of change came out of nowhere, forcing us all to pitch in just to keep each other's heads above water. But now, as the tides subside, we begin to feel the ground again. 
seeing what once was and wondering what will be. So as many parts of the world begin to reopen, how do we move forward? Over the past year and a half, I've had the distinct honor of listening to and sharing stories from those who experience chronic pain. The pandemic brought feelings of isolation, frustration, sadness, and yes, pain. I often found myself longing for the before, unable to see what was ahead. But connecting and really listening to these stories from people who have endured pain on a daily basis made me realize that for some, these same feelings of isolation and frustration persisted well before the pandemic. Pain is personal and no one has the same experience, but the community of those with chronic pain supports and builds resilience. Chronic pain can be debilitating, disabling, and isolating. So the choice by so many to show up and continue on each day, even with pain, is inspiring. I kept very focused on the, the future, on, look, I'm gonna get through this. You still get to have your life. You don't have to worry about the future being affected by your pain, because it might be, but there's all these other things that you'll get to have. You cannot let this stop you. You have things to do. You have to move forward. So that's why in season four of The Pain Pod, we are learning from the past and providing listeners with resources to help them keep moving forward in their own experience of chronic pain. And hopefully, create new and uplifting routines along the way. Hi, I'm your host, Mel Forrest. If you're just tuning in, you can catch up on old episodes at bloodstreammedia.com, where you can hear expert clinicians and people living with chronic pain attempt to answer the question, what do we really know about pain? As we continue on in our journey, the answer is ever evolving. But one thing's for certain, we continue to move forward. I'm thrilled to be back hosting this season, and I hope you tune in on Wednesday, April 20th for episode one of the fourth season of The Pain Pod. And thank you to The Pain Pod's presenting sponsor, Tremeau Pharmaceuticals. You can learn more about them at tremorx.com. I look forward to talking to you again on the 20th.